Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 20 of volume 2 of Challenge of the Gobots. It is Terror in Atlantis. This episode was written by Jeff Siegel and Kelly Ward and Francis Ward. Married couple, brother, sister. I don't know. I didn't look into it. Uh, last time on the Challenge of the Gobots, an alien named Alaric, Alaric observed the Gobots fighting amongst themselves while trying to decide which of them was worthy for his of his wisdom. And in this episode, the Guardians and the humans are in the Arctic because Professor Janice and Lois, sorry, I mean... Dr. Ransom had found Atlantis. <laughs> you notice how they fly here from space, though? Like, yep. it, it starts with them flying in from space. But because way, yeah. that was the animation reel they had saved where they were like, we need a <laughs> shot of Command Center flying. They were like, here it is. And uh, she calls Matt commander so i guess uh commander hunter so i guess he was navy before he was an astronaut and uh they're looking for the lost continent of atlantis and uh they get all their gear packed on torque who was introduced last time oh, as boy. a renegade yeah i don't know if this is an out of order like hopefully we get an episode where we see torque change sides but whatever uh, i like that matt says uh is, what does he say is, is uh Turbo says yes. ad nauseum, time to go. <laughs> they lower the ramp. It's about 45 degrees this time. And uh, Matt heads out on scooter with the two scientists in torque. Yes, they convert to vehicular <laughs> mode and let's go. And Dr. Janice is in a real friggin' hurry to find this place, but in uh, Torque suddenly thinks, you know, this icy slope, it's just too dangerous. It better be, or it'd be better if you guys just get it walked. Like, and it makes no sense okay. because they get it walk and he can drive along just fine still. Yeah. Although there's a bit where, uh, Dr. Janice, or sorry, Professor Janice, is, um, he's like, oh, but I want to get there sooner. I want to, you know, we're wasting time. And I forget if it's Scooter or Matt says. Yeah, it's uh, Scooter. <laughs> yes, comments on like, it's been lost for tens of thousands of years. What's another hour? And then they all laugh at him, <laughs> at Janice. And now they're walking along a cliffside while Torque's driving. And you know what that means? It's time for an avalanche and they all take cover. Yeah, and then the renegades are there. They're just there. Yep. Cycle and Crasher, and she wants to use Scooter for spare parts. And Torque converts, and yes, why? You need a brain crasher? Like, <laughs> uh, that was a good I line. Like that he, yeah, he does convert. I like that he flies up into the air. He blasts the rock wall above the renegades and just causes an avalanche on them. Yep. So he says, let's reload and get out of here, which is another variation of a convert to vehicular form and let's go. Yeah. Uh, Janice runs to a radio and he goes to call for help. And Matt's like, no, 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 but it's too late. And suddenly there's no connection or it's all static. Matt tries to Yeah, he's to like, call you're calling in a false alarm when... Yeah, he says, hey, they're underneath all that rock and snow and we don't have to bother checking to see if they're immobilized. <laughs> and he tries to cancel the call for help, but it's all static. We're going to find out later that, like, shouldn't this be the other way around? Anyway, it doesn't matter. They get to the yeah. end of the road and... They think it's a dead end, but uh, Janice gets out and says, it's not a dead end, and he opens the secret, well, he needs Matt's help, but they open a secret door, and Matt asks him how he learned about the place, and he says, I did my research. But he says it all okay. like, uh, uh, ooh, uh, but that's how you find these things if you're a professor. You do yes. research. That That's a straightforward answer. But uh, they shut the door behind them, and it has a handle on the inside, so their uh, renegades won't find them after they follow their footprints and wheel tracks in the snow. Uh, yeah, way. <laughs> we go to uh, Ransom, and she's there's like this big rock plateau where Janice has just left out a bunch of books, I guess? His research? And they're all written in English with color pictures. And, oh, of uh, course. So obviously they're not ancient, but uh, this page is all about the amulet of power that controls the crypt of dreams. But as she mentions that, Janice just runs up and says, ah, it's just superstitious bullshit, grabs the book from her and goes back outside. Yeah, yeah superstitious bullshit as they're just about to find Atlantis. <laughs> yes. 
Because uh, when he goes outside, Psykill is standing right there, and uh, Janice is pissed off that Psykill nearly killed him earlier, but Psykill's like, Milkman, I had to make it look convincing, right? And only after Leader One is in my trap will I help you collect your trinkets. Yeah, and this is what you were talking about earlier, where it should have been Matt calling for help, and then Janice trying to say, no, 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 we shouldn't, don't worry, let's just move on, because why would Janice have wanted to bring more Guardians? Whatever. Uh, Psykill gives him a talking down, and then as he walks away, Janice holds out the amulet for all to see and says, not if I get you first, motherfucker. (laughs) And back inside, they get to the edge of a cliff, or I guess they come out the other side of a cave, more likely, because there's a blue sky here, and uh, Dr. Ransom's jacket is brown now. It was blue before. And uh, there it is, the lost city of Atlantis. Perfectly preserved, not a soul or a skeleton in sight. Yep. (laughs) Nothing alive, but the... They find a pottery fragment later, but uh, Janice figures a cataclysmic event altered the Earth's axis and sank Atlantis to the bottom of the sea. It just says <laughs> it submerged, I guess. And oh, by the way, there's a good spot to set up camp right down there. So like he knows this place well, I guess he's been here before. You know what? I'm going to sidetrack here. I got to say about Matt, I, I really, really noticed it. It's become clear to me in this episode. Matt's a Mary Sue where he's just, and if you've never heard that character uh, term before, dear listener, Mary Sue is a character who's just perfect at everything. Everybody loves them. They always succeed. They're attractive. They got a great, you know, they're, they're, everything is great. They have no character flaws. And that's Matt. He always kicks ass. He's can fire any kind of gun, fly any kind of plane, spaceship, tank, whatever. (laughs) All the ladies love him. And Ransom is really into him this episode. The guy's a fucking Mary Sue. (laughs) It works in a kid's cartoon, but if they ever made a GoBots movie, I would, I think I would hate Mad Hunter. (laughs) But yeah, they're just walking along and she finds this piece of pottery and is like, oh, this place is the archaeological find of the century. And he's like, yeah, it's a nice pot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Real Mad Hunter would have had a joint in his pocket ready to go. Uh, And this is some great pot. Uh, But Psycho shows up and he grabs both of them. And just spills the beans. He's like, I'm going to take over. And oh, by the way, Janice is working for me. And here's my bank pin number. Yes. And uh, Janice helped Psykill because the pittance of recognition he'd get from the world's archaeologists wouldn't compare to the power in this place. And he wants it for himself. Yeah. And then he gets like really big in his britches. Is that the expression? Because he starts telling Psykill, hey, go take out Torque and Scooter. And Psykill says, uh, excuse me. Yep. No one gives me orders, and then he immediately tells Copter and Crasher to go deal with Torque and Scooter. Because he gives orders. Uh, so they go, they they take out Torque uh, pretty quick. They shoot him down, and then stand over him, and they're about to kill him. Commercial break. Mm-hmm. When we come back here, comes the cavalry. Leader one and Turbo fly in, because, well, they called them. And then uh, the G.I. Joe Snowcat, that's what I called it, comes around the corner and blasts Copter and Scooter. Yeah, but... I, I do. I also want to say this. Th- I really noticed it right at the beginning when when Matt and uh, Ransom, and also, I'm a little disappointed that Ransom was never kidnapped. Her name is Dr. Ransom. Yes, never... I was kind of waiting for that, but no. Anyway, uh, but Matt looks different in this episode. Ransom, the, the two of them, are. it's really noticeable with them. They are very G.I. Joe or even like... You know, later in the 80s when that anime style really came in with like Jason the Wheeled Warriors and kind of masked to an extent? Yeah, yeah, and even they, Jim. They, they look like that. This I know this is a Hanna-Barbera episode, but it feels like it was drawn by an entirely different animation studio. It does, yeah. This has been my TED Talk. <laughs> but... Uh... Yeah, Psykill calls this vehicle a Guardian Boomer, and Nick sticks his head out the window, and 
look at his eyes at eight minutes and 20 seconds. Like, it looks like he's on fucking acid. Like, all, <laughs> it, all the colors are there, but they're in the wrong spots. Like, the whites are blue, the pupils are black, or the irises are black, the pupils are white. Uh, so, weird. <laughs> Copter and Crasher, they're shot down by this tank, uh, so th- which is why the Renegades fly away. And then when the next scene, Scooter's fixing up Torque, and Matt's like, hey, what's Janice up to? We should follow the Renegades. And Leader One says, we will as soon as Torque is fixed. Mm-hmm. And now with Janice, we find out what he's up to. He's following his map to the Crypt of Dreams and opens these two huge friggin' doors with this amulet. Just touches it and they open. And now he's got a torch. He just had that in his pocket, I guess. And he's going down the hall. Lit. Yeah, he was lit. <laughs> It's like in Skyrim when you find a torch in a treasure chest and it's already fucking lit. Yeah. I love when you find like a, a like a Danish or some baked pastry treat yes. in a treasure chest in an abandoned mine surrounded by like Draugr and zombies. You're like, yeah, I'm going to eat that. That'll be fine. Yeah, buried in a uh, crypt for 10,000 years, still legal <laughs> currency. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to the uh, GoBots. Uh, Janice calls out to the, I'm making quote signs here, ancient powers of the dark dimension and calls forth one of their kind. And the Minotaur steps out of the doorway. Yeah, just comes out of the secret panel on the wall, and it kneels before him. Says, and hi, guys. Psykil <laughs> comes up behind him, and uh, Janice tells the Minotaur to attack. And Psykil's like, man, I could take this primitive thing. But uh, no, we can't. And he runs for it. Yeah, uh, and the Minotaur starts to chase him down. Psykil falls and literally begs for mercy from Janice. <laughs> Call it off. Call it off. <laughs> Dude, it's just messing. It's just messing. Uh, so Janice explains that uh, the Atlanteans were able to bring creatures forth forth from other dimensions. All these doors in this hallway are dimensional gates. And at this point, I was like, okay, I'm into this episode. I thought you were doing some dumb magic exists episode. <laughs> no, there is a, making quote signs again, scientific explanation. Yeah. And uh, Psykill wants to make a deal, and Janice will make a deal, but on his terms. And back with the Guardians, they're packing everything up, but then they hear something, and then three Dementors from Harry Potter come flying down the street at them. Oh, I said they were three ghost faces from the Scream movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably a better example, actually. Apparently, they're the three Furies from Greek myth. Had to call them something. <laughs> yeah, I, I vaguely remember that from probably grade five or something yeah, like yeah. that. Turbo doesn't care what they're called. He doesn't like them, and he and Leader One fly off. Scooter converts and tells the humans to run for it, but he doesn't take them. He just goes off on his own. <laughs> He's going to go hide. <laughs> doesn't just go off on his own. I think it's Matt or Nick, but one of them is like, Scooter, are you going to go help them? He's like, no, I'm going to hide. <laughs> But yeah, Leader One and Turbo blast at the Furies, but it doesn't do a damn thing. And then one of them just blasts Turbo back and he crashes in front of the humans and Matt tells him to come with them to that cave up there. But before that, Nick again sticks his head out of the tank and goes, Turbo, are you OK? Like this shot happens three or four times in the episode. <laughs> Turbo, what happened? Are you OK? Like, I just got shot down in front of you, you dumbass. Anyway, uh, Leader One, he's up still fighting the furry, so he converts uh, furries, I said the furries. furries. <laughs> so leader one converts and uh, flies towards the furies um, and goes into one of their their mouths and they just like spit them back out. Yeah, it's like the last boss in Star Fox. I know you were a Genesis guy, but yeah, it was a Super Nintendo game back in the day. 
But yeah, he crashes, and now Janice is flying in copter behind the Furies, and he commends them to destroy the Guardians, and they all use eye blasters to cause a cave-in. Yeah, uh, so the Renegades fall back because Psykill's confident the Guardians are dead. Scooter and Torque run up to the pile. Oh my god, we can't find them. Ah, commercial break. And when we come back, Scooter says by the time we get them out, they'll be frozen, so no point trying. But then Matt radios them, and they're fine, And but none of their weapons are working. They literally, they literally sit down on a rock. Both of them, Scooter yes. and Torque, are like, ah, oh, fuck it. What are we going to do now? Oh, well, yeah. they're dead. But yeah, Scooter figures if Janice's monsters got in, got them into this mess, they can get them out, and he has, oh god, a plan. <laughs> so suddenly they're, like, spying on the renegades. They've snuck up behind them. Uh, this is one of my favorite tropes from TV and films, where someone says, I have a plan, and then they cut to another shot that would have taken them some time to get there, and then the person starts to explain their plan. So they were like, I have a plan, come with me. Scooter didn't say a whole, a single word on the way there, and as soon as they snuck up on the Renegades, he's like, now here's my plan. And back at the crypt of Dreams, Crasher and Psykill are listening to the monsters within, and they're going to get that damn amulet so they can conquer the planet, and I guess this is the plan, because Scooter and Torque are eavesdropping on them, and they're going to get that damn amulet back so they can free the others. Uh, this is a dumb plan that actually does work out in the end, but Janice emerges with a single dragon and explains to Psykill he can only control one monster at a time. Yep, even though he was just controlling three, but uh, then Torque comes tearing around the corner, coming at them, blasting it, No, them. they were one monster. That's like a dozen eggs at the ch- at the uh, 12 items or less line. Oh, I get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah, Torque comes tearing around the corner and he's blasting away. Yeah, and I, I kind of got mixed up in the shots here, but somewhere along the lines, Janice runs away, Scooter grabs him and flies away. Uh, Psykill chases Scooter, Crasher goes after Torque, but then Janice is just on the ground again? Yes, because it, it's a very clear, like, five-second-long shot of Scooter flying, carrying Janice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we go to a quick shot where Torque is hiding from Crasher, but, like I said, Janice is on the ground now, and he's like, hey, get that dragon, get the amulet from Scooter, even though... The am- he needs the amulet to control the dragon. Yeah, well, he says, I'm still your master, and uh, we, but either way, the but dragon you're flies not. You're not. Scooter is. And uh, Psykill's right beside the dragon, and it blasts Scooter with the fire breath, and Scooter drops the amulet, which Psykill catches, and then he's like, all right, you thing, destroy that meddler. <laughs> so uh, the thing. dragon chases Scooter. Scooter lands in front of the avalanche, and this is where the dumb plan actually works. The dragon breathes fire at Scooter. He jumps out of the way, and it melts enough snow that leader one and turbo are able to escape yeah and turbo says it's time to go on the way out. <laughs> and, yeah that dragon flies off after them and now the humans come out and nick's like is that what i think it is like, oh my God. somebody I'd, I'd love just once matt to just backhand nick across the face and say shut up <laughs> Uh, they get in their little tank and they start following along the whole the whole lot of them uh, ransom included and uh, AJ mans the cannons and is able to shoot this dragon directly in the mouth as it flies towards them and then we don't see it die well because they mentioned that it's like the the cannons plugged with ice right so since it's a fire breathing dragon they shoot ice down its throat but yeah that that's all you you see it swallowed the ice and that's it dragon's gone 
It's and then like, they cut, yeah, they cut to the tank and everybody goes, yay. Uh, so we go then real, another really abrupt cut, but suddenly Matt is spying on the renegades. It looks like they see him, but they don't because he gets away and tells the guardians, hey, uh, we're going to have to wait until Psycho comes out. He's still inside with all the monsters. And oh, by the way, Dr. Janice, who is found, you know, he's redeemed himself, I guess. Uh, can you control the monsters? Even though you don't have the amulet, and he says, maybe. <laughs> He'll give it a try. And now Psykill comes out of the crypt, and he's got a griffin and the minotaur again, and a cyclops this time, and they just start fighting each other. Yeah, even though Psykill's yelling, come, you know, listen to my commands, because he, obviously we know why he was told this would be a problem. But uh, the guardians fly out, they shoot at the griffin, um, and then Psykill spots them. And there's this really weird shot where Psycho's pointing at the Guardian saying, it's the Guardians! And Copter and Crasher are far behind him and tiny in perspective, but the ground is at such an off angle that it looks like Copter and Crasher are about a foot and a half tall. And then a Gorgon comes out of the yeah. crypt. They call it a Gorgon. A Gorgon. And uh, Janice warns everyone that you know she can turn you to stone, and immediately she turns the Cyclops to stone. So one down. Yeah. Uh, and then she turns Copter's rotor to stone, which is kind of neat. And then the amulet, which was very precise, but the amulet falls to the ground and shatters. Yep. And, uh, well, that's all he's going to take for one day, Psykill. So uh, they retreat. Out of here. Uh, Turbo converts. This was actually really clever on Turbo's part. And I do want to say that, again, I really like the idea that all these monsters are actually extra dimensional beings that's kind of a neat idea uh turbo converts though he draws the minotaur and the griffin they're chasing him he gets right behind the gorgon converts and says hey stupid she turns around <laughs> he jumps out of the way and she blasts the the other two monsters turns them to stone mm -hmm. but now they still have to deal with her but scooter has an idea he flies up and then uh just as she zaps him he creates a hologram of a mirror which even though it's a hologram it reflects the beam back and turns her to stone. This is the cat. Yeah, this episode has had him turn into rock and like literally rule over people. So <laughs> as like given those rules, yeah, that was clever enough. Um, oh, I, oh, it didn't come up, but I had a line about the Gorgon getting stoned and I thought that was clever and it didn't work into the uh, discussion, but yeah, here we are. Uh, anyway, uh, then Ransom runs up and hugs Matt and is like, wants to bone him i think <laughs> like i said he's a mary sue i he he's gonna he is going to have a threesome with ransom and anya guarantee this guy thinks that discovering the lost city of atlantis which literally every geologist and archaeologist on earth dismisses as a fairy tale would only earn him petty recognition no, it fucking wouldn't. Discovering that Atlantis not only existed, but actually is for the most part perfectly intact and ready to explore? Man, you'd be the friggin' hero. You'd be on the cover of magazines. The only reason scientists think Atlantis is just a myth is the same reason they doubt the existence of anything. Evidence. There's just no evidence, geological or otherwise, that Atlantis ever existed. Well, in reality. But on this silly show, there's plenty of evidence that Atlantis is real, and that's how science works, man. The only thing that can disprove science is better science. In his 1995 book, The Demon Haunted World, maybe 100 pages in or so, Carl Sagan was skeptical about the theory of gravitational waves proposed by Einstein 80 years earlier. Physicists now know gravitational waves are real because they discovered 
evidence. That's physics way over my head, but physics doesn't give a shit whether or not I understand it. Carl Sagan, if he were still alive, would be the first to admit that it's great that they can say Einstein was... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Epicus Podcast Show. The next episode, Paul and I are going to review is The Last Magic Man. If you want to see two guys who are pro-science, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmcpherson1. He's not wrong. And uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, brought to you by Science. And uh, tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. A cataclysmic event.